Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. Hello, Chiefs Kingdom, and welcome to the latest Arrowheads of our podcast. Um, as we've um, teased the last uh, few the last few weeks, uh, this is going to be our third annual draftaganza, our live um, mock draft. You'll see you'll see plenty of mock drafts out there. Um, we're not reinventing the wheel in that regard, but we think we're the only people that genuinely show you the workings. So what we're going to do is run one of the online simulators um, live, talk you through what's going on, um, make our picks and trades from there. So um, more of a draft night experience, if you like. Uh, so to take us through that, we've got our um, GM, who still still his job, uh, regard... Um, what's your head? <laughs> well, even though we've not, we've not technically won a game in the last two years, but, you know, we've not lost one either, so... This is true. <laughs> you know, uh, Neil, how are you doing? Uh, good, thanks, man. How are you? Yeah, can't complain. And uh, we've also got Tobel as well. In the hello, war, hello. In the war bedroom. Yeah, giggity. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, so <laughs> before before we um, before we kicked off, we thought it might just be worthwhile to kind of chat through some. Um, some strategies, kind of aims, just kind of what we're what we're going to do, rather than just hitting a button and and going random. So, um, firstly, we're go- we're going to do the full the, the full shabam. We're going seven rounds. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Get comfy, everybody. Uh, I don't expect to be picking in the seventh. I expect to have traded those away by then. Cool. Spoiler yeah. alert. Cool. So I have predicted this. I've got I've got two beers sitting on the table here with me, just in case. Uh, predicting a long night. Um, and I guess, it, uh, like I said, just trying to set out some aims. Uh, I thought it'd be worth us just working out what we're trying to do. Um, are we trying to have the draft that we think Brett Veach will have, or are we trying to do the draft we think Brett Veach should have? Or are we going to try to draft the players that we like? Yes, <laughs> the players we like. <laughs> but I, I would like to think that the players we like yeah. are also the players the Chiefs will like because I think we have a reasonable handle on the kind of players that they will be looking at. So, And certainly the positions. I, mean, I don't think it's any secret what the positions of need are. So... Mm. I, I don't think we'll be a million miles away. Like how we prioritise things might differ from Brett Veach, but I, I don't think we'll be a million miles off the the general idea of it. And um, so we're going to do this as the normal audio podcast as well as um, hopefully stick it out onto um, onto YouTube. Um, even though my camera is not working, which is probably a blessing in disguise for not a disguise, a blessing in no disguise. I don't know. I'm fully masked, even though masks are no longer required here. Um, but <laughs> my, 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 my long way around to the point is, on the screen, um, Neil's got our big board. So um, 
I guess for Australia, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not meant to be a ranking of all 700 or whatever hell players are into the draft, right? These are the guys that are, that, you know, through sort of, through various mocks and whatever, you know, are, you know, it's not unrealistic that we could either trade up to get them. These are the types of guys you might look at. These are the guys that, that you know, have fallen in, you know, in some scenarios, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the colours? So the, the colours are kind of where in each round you think they would probably go. So like if there's a pinky ready colour, they'll probably go in the top third of the round. If there's a blue colour, middle third of the round and the greeny colour, bottom third of the round. Just to kind of give us an idea if if someone drops out of the range where you would think that they should go, then maybe you might want to look at trading up for somebody. Say, I don't know, say Trevon Walker, for example, drops out of the top 10 and he hasn't been picked at 14. You go, well, actually, you might want to, you might fancy an edge rusher that was originally kind of top five. So you might you might want to look at what it would take to trade up for him if you wanted him. So, so just for uh, the, the guys who are not deviants and who are just listening uh, in the podcast years, um, you, you mentioned the edge players there, right? Let, let's just mention the top five or ten uh, edge players you've got on our on our board and kind of where you see them going, just to give folk a flavour of, of kind of what, what we've got. So edge rushers, uh, Trayvon Walker, somewhere in the top ten. Jermaine Johnson... Uh, we have them in the 11 to 20 range, but it'll be closer to 11 than it will to 20. If, if he gets past 13, I'd be surprised. Um, Kalaftis and Ajabo, back end of the first round. Ajabo, probably because of the injury, will probably be there when we pick at 29 and 30. Kalaftis, probably not. Um and then in the second round, uh, we've got Boye Mafé, top top end of the second round. Uh, Cameron Thomas and Arnold Ebikati, kind of in the middle of the second, and Josh Pas- Josh Pascal and Logan Hall, back end of the second. Kind of that, that's the the high ranking edge. If you want to look at edge, there's nine of them on our list there. Yeah, and we've done the same across some sort of all different positions. I'm looking at. Pretty much, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't got... think there's a position. I didn't do quarterback for obvious reasons. <laughs> and uh, punter? I didn't do punter, although we have talked about punter in the WhatsApp group, but I don't think the hair's there yeah. for no. I would uh, Listen, I would draft a, a kicker before I draft a punter. I, I, yeah, love, I, Tom, I, I love Tommy Townsend. Um, cool. So, I mean, let, let's talk um, approach um, and what we want to do. I think we were just chatting before we hit record. Um, about sort of how aggressive we want to be or where we want to sort of trade up or not. And I think that um, I think that in general we settled on the idea that we would trade up in the first particularly if a specific name yet to be decided um, fell. Is that is that fair to say? Yes. Mm. Um, I quite I quite like I quite like this because because we've got the kind of colour code which if you're watching visually, you can see it's going to be quite easy to track those guys that fall that fall out of their tiers, and then that should make it easier for us to become on high alert. And like Jameson Williams, you expect top ten. If he gets into the range where we can trade up for, that's a conversation we can have. And you know we've got we've got three 
we got three wide receivers there in the 11 to 21 range. Now, if one of them gets to 21, that's where I'd start to become interested in, in trading up. So it's really good because I feel like this is probably something the Chiefs, from what we know about their draft kind of style, the sort of thing they do is they have their pockets and they try and hit people in their pockets. And if someone falls outside, then this year, more than ever, we, we've done this three, well, this is the third year we've done this. This is the first time really that realistically we've been able to trade up. So this is this has given us so much ammo to move like the Chiefs will on draft night. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a good time isn't it, to have that have that conversation then. Um, so what are we looking for, particularly with round one? We've got two picks, 29 and 30, in the first round. Um, at the end of day one, what, 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 are we, what are we looking to come out with? Um, well, I, I would like a wide receiver, but I'm not completely wedded to that idea like i i would like chris alave um probably somewhere in the 15 to 20 range um is probably where he's likely to go on this um failing that then you look at i think pickens would be my second choice who's probably somewhere in the region of 50 probably um I think there's enough depth in the edge that we don't necessarily have to go edge first, mainly because the the better edge players will be gone long before we're going to pick. And realistically, the trading up to get into kind of the 10, 11, 12 range, the, the price is just too much for me. Um, so, um, so, so, yeah, so Tom, you, you touch on some of the guys that you would be interested in, in being aggressive for any position um so for me i'm pretty much of the opinion i i don't really want us to trade any higher than 21 in general um just because i, th- I just because i think it's dear i think for what it's going to cost and for how many holes we've got on the roster i I'd, I'd probably trade up to 21 for a wide receiver one of the last elite guys so say jameson williams i i, I just don't think we're going to have a shot at Garrett Wilson. I just don't think we're going to have a shot at Drake London, Alave. They're the two that I would be interested in us going up and getting if they're around the 20 mark. Um, and then with the edges, Jermaine Johnson, I mean, how desperately do you need, do you need the, that guy? Like we, we, we do, but would you be happy to kind of take a risk and take a Jarbo? Because pretty much every one of these I've done, a Jarbo has been available 29 and 30. So for me personally, I'd be looking at a little trade up to get the last wide receiver between London and Alave. And then I'd be looking at trying to take a Jarbo at 30. That would be my strategy. Uh, I know from, um, from our group chats, Chris is a big proponent of defensive tackle in the first round because drop-off in talents is quite significant after the first kind of four or five of them. Um, and I was messaging with Charles Robinson this evening and defensive and wide receiver were the two areas of real first-round need that we would have. So, like, there's Devontae Wyatt, who probably will go in the 15 to 20 range as well. I think Jordan Davis will probably go a little bit too early for us. Um, but if you could come out, if Devontae Wyatt's still there at 20, 
I'd I'd be interested. I'll put it that way. And so so so, so you talk about drop off. What's the what's the difference between Wyatt and Perry and Werfrey or DeMarvin Leal then? Wyatt's just that next level up, I think. I like Winfrey and Leal are good. Wyatt is very good. Um I mean it wouldn't be the end of the world if he didn't get him because there is Winfrey and Leal and there's Travis Jones in the second as well. So it's it you know, it's not a make or break if we don't get him like the draft is doomed. But uh, for me, Devontae Wyatt would be a nice piece to add um, if the option presents. Why? Can I just ask why? Why, why do we think there is such a big need to go for defensive tackle? I understand the drop off, but why defensive tackle as a position in general? Chris Jones is it just because tracks. is it just or, yeah or, is it just that we're looking to the future in terms yeah, of getting I, ahead I of it a year or I think so because yeah, we've got I immediate. Just because we've got immediate issues that we need to sort this year. I mean, I think Jaron Reed, he he was a snap eater, wasn't he? He's 900 snaps, something stupid. So I understand that he's gone, but we obviously Nad, Nadi's coming back. Um, I just, for me, I'm not, I, I, I'm pretty out on defensive tackle, if I'm mm-hmm. honest, just because I think it's going to be dear to get one of those two guys. Um, I think but we'll the, see how. I think the thing is, bigger picture, defensive tackle is a little bit, it's, it's a lot like wide receiver, right? We've got two guys, I think, on the last year of their deals. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to be having the same conversation next year. So I, I think I'm of the opinion, I think as I said last time we recorded, that it's, when, it's, it's perhaps not just in a chase, but if the right guy fell to you, you take him would be my um, thoughts. And maybe the last first round conversation to have is, is on cornerback, right? So that's the other big position that we're that we're kind of big roster hole. We we need. Um, are are we? Is there a guy that we would trade up for in the first or no? Is, be, because no. there's so many. I th- I think second round is a good place to pick up. McCreary, Gordon, Woolen, Cam Taylor, Brett, third round, Marcus Jones, Josh Williams, Martin Emerson, Zion McCullum. Like, th- there's eight players there. You would fancy your chances of picking up one or two of those if you wanted cornerback depth. Cool. I mean, if one of we have Sauce Gardner, Andrew Booth, and Trent McDuffie on our list, if one of them was still there at 29, yeah, maybe. But like it would go against what Brett Veach has done in the past, and I do think there's second and third rounder where there's real value yeah. at cornerback. So yeah, I, yeah, I think I'm out on a first round cornerback as well. Just unless some sort of medical happens and one of these guys falls, and then I think that if if that happens, so just, let's just say, take Sauce Gardner as an example. If he for whatever reason falls into the mid teens, there's going to be then lots of teams. But yes, but there's also lots of teams going after him as well. And I don't know if we've got the bullets. Well, we, we've got the bullets to do it. I just don't know if we would, we would do that. Um, the last, I couldn't see Brett Veach doing it. I'll put it that no, way. No, the last first round corner we took was, was Marcus Peters, right? Great player. Yeah. But, he, like, what, what, what is he doing now? I just like, yeah. is, he, is he really the law? Like, is it worth it? Would be my thing in the first round corner. I think with the success that Veach has had picking the later round cornerbacks, I mean, you look at 
our, our cornerback room at the moment, or even what it was last season. You know, there's a couple of reclaimed ex-first rounders who are on their second or third chances, and a bunch of like scrubs, basically. Um, Sneed's a pick of the bunch, and he was a fourth rounder. So I, I don't think Brett Veach needs to pick a cornerback in the first. I think he can get enough kind of second, third, even fourth round mm. um, that he can make do. I think he's more about the pass rush than the pass coverage. Yeah, yeah. I think positional value. I think positional value as well. Wide receiver and edge for two needs, and you got two picks. If we can fill them, then we can fill out the rest of the roster with these second, third, fourth round picks. But I think if we can, I think if we can get the sexy picks early, so to speak, that that would be my preference. But yeah. I, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm not I'm not particularly bothered about a cornerback crazy early. So, and and Brett Veach actually said, didn't he? He aggressively wanted to sort the defensive line, and he's done. He's done squat. Nothing <laughs> about it. Taylor so there's, yeah, and so that so that I guess one last question for me before we, we decide on some names and kind of our sort of first round parameters. Um, to what extent does the free agency market influence how aggressive you are? I'm, I'm thinking that at the moment. I, I think I, I really love some names in the last time we. Last last time we chatted, I think that there there are still that there's still a number of serviceable pass rushers available. If you don't get the guy you want, um, I'm not so sure that holds true for too many other positions. So you know, so say for instance, we're like right, we're we're what Johnson or Kalaftis, right? They, those are guys because Ajabo is um, he's he's obviously red shirting this year. Um, to what extent do you, do you say, right, like we're not going to go to 20 to get them because we could get Clowney? I've just thrown a name out there, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That's not a Clowney comment. It's just a, he's, he's an available comment. To what, to what extent do you, do you do that? Or is, do, do we not think about it at the moment? Are we, are we just draft focused just now, get the guys that we want and deal with the rest later? Um. I think you do keep free agency in the back of your mind there. Um, I, I would like to think the Chiefs have had that conversation with Clowney's representatives just to kind of case out what he might be looking for if they think he's a, a fit. Um, you, you could get a year out of Clowney while you rehab someone from injury. Um, you know, if you wanted to go a Jabo. Um, but I, I would prefer to get starters in the first round or uh, in an ideal world you'd want starters from the first and second round in a perfect world um, I think right. right so let's uh, I've got my pen out right let's let's decide on some names who and and and, and where we'll where we'll trade it first off like yes I think we're, we're pretty much set that we want two first round picks am I getting that right I, I wouldn't be against trading out with one of them because like the Jets pick at 35, so you're only going three picks outside the first round, and you can probably get a fourth rounder out of them, and then that gives you ammunition to move up quite aggressively from 93 and 104 in the third round. You can kind of get up into the mid-70s then. So okay. I, I'm not totally wedded to the idea of picking both first rounders. I don't mind sliding one of them back into the second. Mm. 
I wouldn't go back very far though. I, I'd, I'd, I'd want, I'd personally want to keep the two first round picks. Yeah. The, to me, we're... there's a lot of value in the middle of the second round, kind of mm. forty-five to fifty-five. If you could give me, you you could pick up three very good players. And if we're trading up, what's where can we get to? If we trade up, so what, what does that? Where does our two firsts get us? Your two firsts would get you to the Jets at ten or thereabouts. Ten, that's high. I mean, is that realistic? Uh, I I don't see it as being a good use of two first round picks myself. And then, no, not not for an unproven player. I would I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to go too high. So and, and then what if we what if we throw one and fifty? So thirty nine and twenty nine and fifty. You'd be looking at somewhere around 13 to 15. And then what does it take to get to 20? Two twos or a first and a third. I like that a lot. I like that range a lot. The first so and the comp 20. pick gets us in a really, really good position there. Yeah, because your comp pick is almost a, it's a, free pack, but it's a, a bonus, right? Yeah. Cool. So it's, a teams, it's the teams you jump in there as well. The teams you jump in uh, it, between, say, 20 three to us are teams that have very similar needs. Yeah, the Packers. So I'd like yeah. to jump there. Cool. So we're kind the of other thing to that. remember there as well is that we have a comp next year we have a compensatory third for Ryan Poles and we have Miami's fourth and we have Miami's sixth. And at the moment we have a seventh as well. So you know there's a bit of next year ammunition that you could use if you were really wanting to trade up but not kind of not lose too much this year. You know, you could package together yeah. next year's third and fourth comp pick, or third year, third round comp pick, and Miami's fourth, along with one of the firsts. And that would probably get you into the late teens if you wanted to be in there. Cool. Okay, so we're, so I guess we're realistically looking at somewhere as our kind of punchiest effort, somewhere between. 15, 16, and 20. And then past that, we can, we can go if we want. Yeah. Well, so one guess... thing Charles said earlier was that your trade candidates are the Patriots at 21 could really be looking to move down. Yeah, so, that, I mean, that's, hate your first pick. that is an area where that puts us one ahead of Green Bay. So, again, they have similar needs to us. So if you can get in ahead of Green Bay, fantastic. Um, Listen, as an an aside, which has got nothing to do with what we're trying to do here, if we can take the the receiver that Aaron Rodgers wants, (laughs) that would make me happy. Yes. Um, Cool. So that gives us some work. And then I guess we need to decide on on the names. I think what we'd said was that if there was specific names kind of falling into that, into that range we'd think about doing something so um, I mean I, I guess I said my preference would be probably for one of the pass rushers but um, I, I think don't, you guys, I don't you guys think are both going receiver be there. like I mean Kalaftis if you wanted to get in ahead of Green Bay but he, he's probably my least favourite first round okay. pass rusher Chris Alave yeah. for me if you can get him at 21 that, that would do very nicely I don't think Garrett Wilson's going to be there at all. Um, I think we're missing Burks off this list. Um, but I'm, I'm not a London. 
I, I wasn't I, I I quite like Burks. I don't like Dotson in the first. I'd like Pickens, but that's going to be quite early. So for me, it'd be London, Alave, or Burks. But if the GM's off Burks, then that's mm. not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so London so, or Alave. Okay, so that's fine. So we've got Carlaftis as a kind of as a third option, and Alave in London as our first two options. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm with you, Tom. I, I like Pickens. I think as a, a receiver. Um, mm-hmm. I'd take Pickens with like 29 or 30 and I think we're, we're also we were just talking I guess last question before we um, pull the trigger and get to the real action um, like we spoke a lot about value and kind of what do we what do we really think about value and how wedded to the sort of notion of value are we um, I'd, I'd said before that like if we so we've got 39 and we've got we've got we've got pick 15 50 in the second and then pick 29 and 30 in the first and I think I'm a little bit like if we if we like a guy at 50 then we should still like him at 29 and 30 mm. because if that's if that's our guy if he fits what what, what you know what it is that we want yeah. then 10 or 12 or 15 whatever it is draft places doesn't really make that much of a difference not when they're actually on the field playing right so, so for me with pickings like you just mentioned pickings if picking if if the wide receivers that we like have gone and we're sitting at 29 and 30 and Pickens is there. And we like Pickens. I'd take him. If he's the guy, take him. I wouldn't wait and, and go, oh, but he's better value here. For me, when when that's such a need, for, for like a wide receiver, if there's a guy we like, I think we should take him at 30. And See, not to risk me, it. The, I, I would try and trade back five, ten places and pick up a fourth or a fifth. And then you'll still get Pickens... And you've got a fourth or a fifth, which you can then use to move around a bit in the kind of third roundy kind of area and go up and get the guys you really like in the third round as well. I'm not against that. I just wouldn't leave like a 20 space, a, like a, a 20, 20 piece. Yeah, from 30 to 50 is a big gap. Yeah. Just is it, is it worth it to, to go five places, get another fourth rounder, which we've kind of we've got a lot of picks anyway? To risk missing the guy. For me, I wouldn't, but Neil's the GM. <laughs> You're the decider, Neil. Because I've done this mock draft site enough times, I'd be pretty confident Pickens is there at 50. Like, nine times out of ten, he's there at 50. But I'd be happy to move back a bit. You know, he's, he's not the only receiver out there as well. Like. Right. Well, um, that's been a long preamble. Um, I think what... Uh, we're not tech guys. I don't know if that's come across in the last few weeks, right? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work with spreadsheets. Neil, Neil's an optician and Tom will sell his jewellery. So, um, I am a television producer, though, which is slightly worrying. Jewelry. So, yeah. I was, that that was, was giving, but, I was giving you a yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we're not I tech feel guys. like I can't. Yeah. So, what I should probably be better than I am. Is we're, we're going to save all this down. We're going to restart the Zoom and we'll start again with some actual draft action. So, uh, bear with us. We'll be back after the short break, in which I promise, unlike other podcasts, we will neither try to sell you Viagra or <laughs> cereal. Ooh, burn. Okay, we are back after that brief interlude. Um, right. Uh, so I, I debated doing this in either a PJ and Duncan 
or uh, Bruce Buck voice, but let's get ready to draft. Um, we're good to go, right? I'm going to hand over to Neil because Neil's got the um, the loggers and the controls, and uh, he's he's the GM. So I think what we'll probably do is um, let things spin for sort of half a dozen picks or so, stop and evaluate, and keep going. Certainly through the first couple of rounds, um, we've also got a forty-minute Zoom time constraint to work to. So you know, let's go. Enjoy everyone. Okay, right, let's go. Um, so Aiden Hutchinson goes one. There's no great surprise there. Uh, Malik Willis two goes quarterback goes to the Lions. Uh, Evan Neal tackle to the Texans at three. Sauce Gardner's gone at four. So there, there goes our Source Gardener dropping uh, routine. And Ikemi Kwanu, the tackle, goes to the Giants at five. There was nobody we were likely to get there anyway. Wild Thibodeau uh, and Walker have dropped though already. That's interesting. They're both just gone. And there's a run on edges yeah. there. So Charles Cross, the tackle, goes to the Panthers at six. Trayvon Walker goes to the Giants at seven, followed by Thibodeau. To the Falcons at eight, and Jermaine Johnson goes to the Seahawks at nine, and Trevor Penning, the tackle, goes to the Jets at ten. So, I mean, as it as it stands, we we've got a pick of the guys we want right now, right? Yes. Um, we're stand. I guess we're standing pat, aren't we? Yes. The ideal I, thing here is is that all the wide receivers are still available. So, like Garrett Wilson's been been mocked to go in the top ten, like more and more recently as has Jameson Williams, and they both don't go, which means you've got, by my reckoning, about six, seven wide receivers that have got to go in the next 10 picks to be at, for us to have nothing to strike for when it comes to around the pick 21 right range. So it's actually gone really well for us for the wide receiver front. And I, I, I think want... Garrett, Garrett Wilson nearly always goes to Washington at 11. Yeah, yeah. and it would surprise me if you have a little run here. But it, it, it's good for us that none have gone so far. Yeah. Uh, should we carry on a little more? Down to 15? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And there goes Garrett Wilson to Washington. Oops, come on more. So Garrett Wilson went 11 to Washington. Kyle Hamilton, the safety, went to the Vikings at 12. Stingley, the cornerback, went to the Texans at 13. Jordan Davis, the first of the tackles, went at 14. And Drake London has just gone at 15 to the Philadelphia Eagles. Jameson Williams has dropped well outside of um, of the range that we've got. We're going in the 1 to 10 range, and he's already dropped. Um, I'm not necessarily saying go up and get him now, but look, there's some really, really good players still on the board. So guys on the board still, Jameson Williams, Devontae Wyatt, Chris Olave, um, Andrew Booth, Trent McDuffie, um, Kalaftis. Um, they're all first round <coughs> board for us as I switch um, to the board for a moment. Just, just to play devil's advocate, something like Jameson Williams, uh, how confident, we should have had this conversation earlier, but how confident are we trading up that aggressively? <laughs> Excuse me for a guy off of... Um, off an injury? I'm not. <laughs> In a two-word answer. I'm no. I think, I think that's the thing. If you if you knew you're going to get like like the best level, the best version of him, you might do it. But um, it's too risky. So 
so we had we had kind of fifth. I guess our trading ranges were up to ten. If we're really punchy, it's gone. Thirteen to fifteen's gone. Um, so now we're looking at sign of a first and a third or two twos to get to kind of somewhere like twenty. Um, Steelers at twenty or Patriots at twenty one. Because that puts you in ahead of Green Bay at yeah. 22 there. I really like the 21, depending on who's there, but I really like the 21 yeah. just because, I mean, like Charles has said today, it, it, realistically, it's it's a team that, that might be looking to trade down. And, I mean, we're, what, five picks away? Yeah. And yeah. There's, there's five good players on the yeah. board left. Exactly. I'm, I'm happy to let five more players run yeah. at this point. Okay, let's keep going then. Uh, 16, Kenny Pickett, quarterback, goes to the Saints. I bet you Alave goes to the Chargers. Devontae Wyatt goes to Ooh. the Chargers. So there's Wyatt. So there's the two top, def- our two first round defensive tackles gone. I'm getting you very got, excited. You've got Jameson Williams at 18 there now. And the Eagles have already taken a wide receiver. So you wouldn't have thought they'd take two. So I, like I'm thinking the Eagles don't go wide receiver here. And the they don't let go guard Zion Johnson. There's a big chance that uh, Williams or Alave is there at 21, and I'd pull the trigger on either. Okay, so let's see who goes at 19 to the Saints, who've just taken the quarterback of the future. Jameson Williams goes to the Saints. Oh, no, this, no the Steelers. Uh, this, is, this, is where, this is where the draft on the night gets really exciting. Right? Are the Steelers going quarterback? Uh, oh, I thought I thought they liked Malik Willis. I uh, might be wrong, but obviously he's away. So yeah, gone, I mean, Willis and Pickett are gone. There's Desmond Desmond Ridder there, um, who's the the second best ranked player on the board here, um, after Chris Olave. So here, I, so we said that. I don't think I don't think the Packers are trading with us. So, and I think we're then looking at. You're looking at the Steelers at 21. Um, no, you're the GM. It's up to you, it's up to you what you think we do here. Um, I think you roll the dice a pick, and then if Alave's not here at 21, I'd I'd be up for staying. But yeah, this I, is tough because I'd really really like Alave. I, I fancy the Steelers to take Desmond Ridder. So, so Alave's the guy. So let's look at the guys that are left, right? Alave that we might take. We said we don't want a corner round one. It's fine, Linderbaum. Um, I don't. I, I would take, I, I've said before, I'd take a first round tackle, but I don't think Linderbaum's a guy. Kenyon Green would be my guy, even though he's on the interior here. I think. Yeah, so um, Kalaftis at the edge. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think we're moving up at this point for him. No. Uh, we're not going for a linebacker. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Daxton Hill is on our radar, but I, I'm not sure I'm trading up for him. If he's no. still there at 29 or 30, yeah, fine. So yeah, I think what we're up his larvae. Yeah, so I think what we're saying is um, at, at the moment it's um, it's a larvae at 21 or we sit to 29. Just so um, everyone's aware, if this happens on draft night, I am going to be screaming <laughs> at the television. <laughs> Absolutely screaming at the television. Okay, let's run the Steelers and see who they pick. Drumroll, please. They took Ridder, yes. Right. I'll do the deal. So we're trading up with the team that we hate the most in the world. 
So let's talk to the Patriots then. Uh, let me move you guys out of the way there. Um, there's the Patriots. So pick 21. Do we want to offer them 29 or 30? 30. I think they're not taking 30. I mean, Bill Belichick is not going to take 30, right? Okay. <laughs> He's just not, right? So 29, so you want about 60 points. So you're probably looking at pick 93-ish, maybe a, maybe a third and a seventh or something like that. Mm. Uh, 103 and 43. Do we want to go with next year's? Fourth, yeah, I, I'm on board with that. Yeah, uh, I, in fact, how about next year's fourth and sixth, just to make sure? Because that's your mm. two picks you got from Miami mm-hmm. for Tyreek mm. Hill. Yeah, a lavish guy. Um, it's okay. Here's here's my my take is um, it's okay to overpay if it's your guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's one of the guys we identified before the draft. Yeah, he's there. You just make sure it, you do it. Yeah. yeah. We do that? Yep. Okay, let's see. I think they're very likely to accept this. Yeah, the Patriots have accepted your offer. And with our first pick at number 21, we are picking Chris Alave, wide receiver from Ohio State. At this moment, our heads of Broad Towers is going ballistic. Yeah, Brad, Brad in particular is very happy, Bunny. That's a big happy man, yeah. I'm so done that's... now. I'm, I'm more than happy. Do what you want now. Draft the defense <laughs> for the rest of the draft. I'm sound. Uh, so it just skipped on a couple of picks there. Kalaftis went to the Packers at 22. Andrew Booth went to the Cardinals at 23. And Tyler Linderbaum went at 24 to the Cowboys. Can I just say something that I could see this happening on draft night and us drafting Kalaftis and Chris Alave going to the back as the very next pick. I wouldn't rule that <laughs> and out. It, yeah. could, it could very much happen. Um, are we comfortable enough sticking at 30 for now? Like, th- there's nobody we want to trade up for between no, I, 25 and 30. No, I think once, no. you've already done, once you've already done one move, you need to be really strong in a guy who's fallen. Um, that, I mean, that guy that isn't there for me... Um, don't know about you guys. No, I, I don't have anyone I'm desperate to trade back up for now. Nah, not me. Okay, so we'll we'll let it run a couple more picks. Uh, so Dotson, the wide receiver, goes to the Bills. Devin Lloyd, linebacker, goes to the Titans. And Traylon Burks, wide receiver, goes to the Bucks. Packers take Perry and Winfrey. Oh, man, he was one I would have liked. Um, he, but, but then, so, there's an example. Right? We had a secondary grade on him, right? Yeah, right at the top end of the second, yeah. yeah. So, so this is where it, kind of, it goes between value and position, right? I think at this point, 10 picks either way doesn't matter. Yeah. The, uh, that's that kind of just shows if that's your guy, then that's your, that's your guy. So we've got a trade offer. We have a couple of trade offers. Um so for pick 30 and pick 50, the Jags are offering 33, 65, 106, and 157. No. That doesn't strike me as a great deal. It's a load of nonsense, that is. Um, and then the Giants, well, what do they want? For 30 and 50, 
they're offering 36 67 and 81 so that's in that's in the is that that's it no that's, that's out the range that you said there's a lot of value isn't it it, yeah. it is i wouldn't want us to trade back from 50 to to 69 we've got enough picks in this draft to to not need to be trading back to there i, I think that's a bit no i, I wouldn't really want that. to go that way we don't need to pick up an extra pick maybe maybe if we were moving back and then moving up i'd be more interested but to move back and back is is a bit nonsensical to me to pick up like a fourth round pick we declined both of those yeah duncan yeah yeah okay um, 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 I, I'd like to. I want two first round players. Um, uh, very happy with this. So um, I keep having to move us around on the screen here. Let's get us somewhere where we're not in the way. Um, so McDuffie, Trent McDuffie, a cornerback, is still on our board. Ajabo still on our board. So Daxton Hill. That's, that's your guy, isn't it, Tom? That's when we did our first round predictor, Daxton mm-hmm. Hill's the guy that you say is most likely. Yeah, I just yeah, he's he's a versatile guy um, that I think the Chiefs could do a lot with. My, it wasn't really that I necessarily want him. It's a guy that I could see the Chiefs picking. Um, so I'm not going to bang the drum for him in this in this scenario necessarily. Um, I'd like to sort Edge out, and we've got a 20-pick gap, I believe, from now. Um, And looking at that, Mafé and Ajavo aren't going to be there in 20 picks. And this is is where, on draft night, it's a really frantic two minutes, because speaking of that, by the same token, you've got Lewis Seen, who's Neil's first-round guy. Yes, I I like him. Yeah. David Ajavo is my draft crush, but I I think I'm, um, as much as I would love to have him with us uh, given that we've gone wide out in the first um, I think I I, th- I think I think we need someone to, to play now yeah I agree so I, I'd look at Daxton Hill or Lewis Sign as your honey badger replacement um, the two of them similar-ish kind of players I think um um, I guess my counter to that is where are we going to get an edge from? Then you're looking at the second round, you're looking at um, you're looking at Cam Thomas, Josh Pascal, Logan Hall, Arnold Abikati. I think of those names, Pascal is the one that I've liked, but is he there at 50? Probably. We still need edge. Ed- Probably. Edges. What I'd like to do is is I'd I just think a Jarbo so a Jarbo is so good. I I'd probably go a Jarbo and then try and get Pascal in the second round, double dip there, and then look for a cornerback as well. That'd be that'd be my thoughts. Um you get a guy in a Jarbo that's gonna be good long term, especially considering the way the Chiefs seem to be setting up their roster right now. Um and then, but we'd need to go and get another one. So, like for me, if you're going to get a Jarbo, we'd need to go and get another one. It's whether you want to kind of pigeonhole yourself to edge position picks. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm 
this is what the GMs get paid the big bucks for, Neil. Yeah. I, I think there's still depth in Edge beyond the second round. Um, and kind of back end of the third, early fourth, there's likely to be players who can help you there. So I, I'm not I'm not massively keen on the idea of taking two edges now. I, I do think I do think we'll take two edges, but I don't think they have to be the next two picks. So we're all brought on trumpets as well. Sky Moore, who is the guy I thought the Chiefs are most likely taking the first is sitting there. He's at drafted as well. So I mean we're not taking him because we've already gone wide out, but um and best player available, Trent McDuffie, is in a position of need as well. Yeah. But it, there's more depth at cornerback than there is at safety, I, agree. I think. I agree. Um, so, I'll, although McDuffie is on our board as a first-round talent, we are still in the first. I think there's a bigger drop-off. Dax Hill or Lewis Sign, I think... Uh, make more of a difference to the defence than McDuffie would over whoever you pick up mid-second, mm. mid-third. I'm boy, leaning towards play. one of the two safeties myself, Bea. Yeah. Do it. This, this could go down to you, um, Dunk, because Dax Hill's my guy and Lewis Seen is... Oh, well, my safety is uh, Jalen Petrie, though, so, you know... This is why this is why we've got a GM. Uh, I, th- I think um, Lewis Seen is Neil's guy. If that's if that's the pick, that's the pick. Um, well, he he was the guy I thought the Chiefs would pick, not necessarily the guy I would pick. It's the same as me with Dax Hill, but <laughs> I, I think I, we're going to go with Dax Hill because I, I think he can play a bit of cornerback as well. It needs to be. Um, but I, ideally, you want him as your your honey badger replacement. So we're going to draft Dex Hill at pick thirty, and that is done. Uh, You've seen so, guys straight, oh, yeah. Seen Murphy's away. McDuffie went at thirty-one. Sign went at thirty-two. Um. Nakobe Dean, Boy Mafe, Jaquan Brisk is another one I like, kind of at the top of the second. And Skymo, Duncan Yargai went at 36 there. Ajabo is so, still there. So we've got 15, 15 odd picks till we go. Are we, are we looking to trade up? Or are we? I don't think there's another guy that we need to get. Is there in the next sort of 20? I don't think there guys? Is, no. I think um, Dunk, you listen to the same podcast to me, as me today, um, the PFF one, and they were talking about um, Ebiketti actually potentially going in the first round, and he's still there, and he's going to be in striking range of us at pick fifty. So he's one definitely to keep an eye on. So the Jets have offered us pick thirty-eight in exchange for fifty and one twenty-one. There's no one I want like immediately, desperately. That's the only thing I'd say. I'd want. Let's just have a look. Is it um, Kair Elam cornerback isn't on our list? Key Walker linebacker, but I'm not keen on taking a linebacker this early. Brees Hart, do you want to go running back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some people want no. as well, Ben. <laughs> I really like Abiketti. I wouldn't trade up for him necessarily, but if maybe. 
uh, the Ravens are going to pick him right, but I'd I'd like a Bacchetti if he, he's the he's the guy I've got my eyes on for our next pick. I think in the real world as well, the second round is where it's going to get trickier to trade because there's what like eight teams that aren't in the first round at all. Mm-hmm. So the second round is going to it's going to be a lot of jostling, I think, for you know for guys that still need sort of day one starters. Um, so I think that if you if there's a guy you want, you, you, you might just need to sharpen your elbows and, and, and take him, even if you think it's an overdraft. I don't, I don't think. Um, that- Thirty-eight that I'm desperate to take. No, I'm I'm happy to sit to fifty at this point. To be to be perfectly honest, I'm also kind of happy to sit to fifty. Who who have you guys got your eyes on for the next pick though at fifty? Just so we can watch as the, the picks go by. Uh, Tariq Woolen, the cornerback, mm-hmm. is one I like. Um, I, I, I would still take Petrie. I think he can come in and just just be a player. He can play. Linebacker as well. He can he can fill a lot of gaps. You know, Demarvin Leal or oh, Travis Jones on the D line. Mm. Either of Christian those two. Wa- Christian Watson's a good wideout. I'm not. I'm not. I've, I've said in the chat as well. I'm happy to. I, I want two wideouts from this draft as well. I think he takes the the pressure off one guy. If we've got two, um, all our wideouts are effectively on one year deals at the moment. So, you know, we're we're, we're definitely. Um, Okay, sorry, Tom, but Abiketti went at 38 to the Jets if we turned down their trade. Um, Watson to the Bears at 39, Kyrie Elam and Matt Corral, the quarterback, to the Seahawks at 40 and 41, and Raymond, the tackle, to the Colts at 42. There's still nobody that I'm desperate to trade up for. No, Woolen's going to fall to us quite nicely here. 50, he's ranked like 51, is it? Yeah, he's ranked so, 51 and we're at 50. So if he falls to us, that would be nice. Um, Sam Howell, the quarterback, went to the Falcons. Pickens, the wide receiver, went to the Browns. Ooh, Tyler nice. Smith, the guard, went to the Ravens. Tyler Gordon, cornerback, went to the Vikings. So we're three picks, have been there at 50. Yeah, three pick, picks pick, away. Pickens are like, uh, I don't know if I would have moved up for him given that we've already taken one in the... The first but Pickens is another name I really like. Um, listen, for, for me, there are good names still out there. Um, I would sit. Yeah, I'm fine I'd with sit that. Too. As the Bears offer us 48 and 150 for 50 and 135. No, thank you. I don't think I want to do that. Oh, and they took Tariq Woolen. Ah, Washington took Woolen. Uh, the Bears took Sean Ryan, the guard. So there's the Saints. Saints are offering us 49 for 50 and a seventh there. So they took Daniel Falal, the tackle. Uh, I like him. So. I like him too. Um, not, they're not good positions for us there at the top of the um, kind of. So at the top of the board, there's Key Walker, a linebacker, Brees Hall, a running back, Christian Harris, a linebacker, Kenneth Walker, a running back. Um, we have Key Walker on our board, but I'm just I'm not comfortable taking another mm. second round linebacker. Nope. Um, DeMarvin Leal, Jalen Petrie, Travis Jones, Sorry. Roger McCreary just yeah. behind them, Cam Thomas just behind them. 
so we pick again at 62, right? So I guess the, the thing here is, is there anyone that we, like, is there any names that we that we want here? Because I think there are good players here. Petrie, we mentioned, Leal, we mentioned, Trey McBride, a, a tight end. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's good players there. Do, you know, are we, are we confident all of them will still be there in 12 picks? This is where I think that if we like someone, we take them and we don't care about their rankings. Um, mm-hmm. My, my vote like is Jalen Thomas. Edge. Yeah, my vote's my vote would be Jalen Petrie. I think again, just versatile. I know it's double dipping, but um, but yeah, I I think we just go the, the player that we like the most at this position. The other thing to consider is as well that the, there's a chance that the Chiefs don't extend one Fornhill at the end of it's the end of this year, right? Yeah. So it you can explain it away, double dipping at safety, especially if one of them can play in one of those, you know, slot corner positions or you can explain that away if you wanted to go there. Um Cam Thomas is down at sixty one ranked and we're at fifty right now. I am just a bit concerned that we haven't sorted edge at all yet. Yeah. No, um, that's a good point, and I might be sold. You may have sold me. Um, uh, just because I don't know who else is going to be in the range available at 62. And who's, who's our next edge after him? You're looking at Josh Pascal and Logan Hall are both going to be available kind of in that 62 range. Um, they are, if I filter edge, they're 65 and 68 on the list. So, so I guess the... the, the I would imagine pick 62 would be one of the three of them. So the, the risk is you pass on Cam Thomas now for someone else and in the 12 picks, those three guys are all gone. And then, yeah. we're, t- then we're sort of overdrafting Enig Barry, who I think is pretty good and um, I think ticks quite a few of the this, Spags this, this boxes, but... I don't know if if we're happy to kind of again. Quote, See, what you could draft. do is take someone else at fifty, and then if a couple of those guys go between now and kind of fifty-eight, let's say, you might look to trade up, and then it's not going to cost you much to get from sixty-two to fifty-eight, fifty-nine, and just make sure you get the edge you want. Then I'd be, I'd be happy with any of the three of Thomas, Paul, or Josh Pascal at. At somewhere in the region of 62. If you're happy with that, let, let's go elsewhere because Thomas is ranked 61. And while that doesn't mean anything, we're at 62. So there's a, there is an op- the chance that he could fall anyway. Um, I, I'm I don't towards, really likes Petrie. So. I'm leaning towards DeMarvin Leal or Travis Jones here because tackle, mm. defensive tackle is potentially a need. Yeah. Uh, as as we said, um, Jones and Nadir one year deals. So yeah. you know we're going to. If we're yeah. not doing it this year, we're doing it next year. So if this is your, if this is the guy, then I, I'm tempted with Travis Jones, even though he's further down the board then than Demarvin Leal. I, I I'd like agree. Him. I'd 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 go Travis Jones, just because I've heard his name mentioned a lot. And don't get me wrong, I'm by no means a defensive tackle expert. I've heard his name mentioned a lot more than. To Marvin Lille. Okay, we go Travis Jones then. Yeah. 
The defensive tackle, Travis Jones from UConn. Oh, he's... I'm pretty sure pretty sure the KCSN guys really like uh, Jones as well. Oh, interesting. Um, so we took him at 50, and the Eagles are offering us 51 in exchange for 62 and our three-sevenths. Who's there? Because I'm not against getting rid of the seventh round picks just because I don't know the seventh round very well. Well, then, then we go and get the edge guy that we were thinking, mm-hmm. be it Thomas yeah. or... Do that. I'm happy with Cam Thomas. That's what you do. It's, again, ten, ten, 10 places at this point is neither here nor there. I'd uh, agree. I, I'm tempted to take this offer and go get Cam Thomas. Yep, I am also with that. Okay, let's do that then. Um, so at 51, we are drafting Cameron Thomas Edge from San Diego State. As Zoom tells me, we've got 10 minutes left. Uh, well, at least probably the seventh rounder. And see if anyone really drops. Mm. Um, there goes Engerberg, 64. We've got an offer of 69 in exchange for 94 and 135. So let's go see if there's anyone that we like at this stage. Mm. There's a lot of linebackers out there. Christian I mean, Harris. Ch- Chanel, is he the one? Chanel's the guy that's the insane athlete, right? Linebacker again. Yes, he's 10 on the Raz scores, yeah. Yeah, linebacker again. Is it? Is it? We've got two rookies playing there and, and Dorian O'Daniel, is it? I don't, I don't know. Um yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say we don't need a linebacker. What about the tackle, Petit Ferrer? Ferrer. <laughs> Good name. I'd uh, personally be happy to to wait and let, let this ride a bit. Um, there's no one I'm crazy, crazy excited about. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, we'll yep. carry on. Oh, Cam Taylor Britt went at 75 there. He's always one of my favourites. So the yeah, Eagles are offering us 83 and 162. Yeah. And, our, and our next pick is 94. For 94 and 121. That, that doesn't strike me as a great deal. I'm inclined to decline that. Um, unless there's someone, let's just have a quick look. Are we picking at 104? Yes. Yeah, so we've got 10 picks, and then after, we've got another 10 picks. So two picks in the next 20. Mm-hmm. So you've got um, a couple of tight ends. Again. I've got Dol- Dolchich, the tight end, is uh, ranked in there about now. I mean, we've, we, so we've not addressed safe um, corner yet. Corner. No, we no. need to go corner at some stage soon. Who's who's left at corner? Um... See, there's a few in the next kind of, around the 94. Ain't Josh Williams there, Martin Emerson. I like Martin yeah. Emerson. I take it. Yeah, I like Martin Emerson. I think he'll drop to us as well. I, I think he'd be available at 94 if he wanted to hold firm at cool. 94. Yeah. In fact, I think he should be our target at 94 if he's available. I yeah. think we take him. I guess the only other question is, is like we spoke about, if he's the guy that we want, are we... Are we set or are we happy? If he goes, we'll find something else. Let's see if an Ernie more cornerbacks go between in the next few picks. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to decline that. Alante Taylor just went cornerback. 
Titans are offering us 90 and 169 for 94 and 135. Let's no. just see if there's anyone. Yeah, I, I, still, I still think Emerson's going to be there. Yeah, I do too. I'm not necessarily bothered about about that. Although, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. The Cowboys are taking Talia Shakir, who I think would be, I fancy a wide out as well. So, um, I still think we need two wide outs. If, if there's anyone else we want to we want to take in that position, then let's not rule it out. Um, okay. Then I, I would maybe look at 103 and Alec Pierce um, as an option there. Yeah, I'd like that. So let's just resume the draft and pause the draft. So there we go. Martin Emerson, cornerback, Mississippi State here at 94. The only other one I'd go is Dulcich and then wait on Emerson, but it's a risk because you're waiting another 10 picks and, and potentially Emerson's, not getting your... Emerson's yeah. your next cornerback. Yeah, I'd take Emerson. I think it's too big a need. Duncan, you happy to go Emerson cornerback? I'm happy to go Emerson cornerback. We do that. And Sam Willis, Sam Williams, I just want to keep looking at. I mean, we might still get the tight end, right? We are going to yeah, hit the tight end, Dulcet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that. You said he... you wanted another wide receiver. I mean, he's 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 a weapon. Let's not talk about the punter. No, let's not I, talk I about the punter. <laughs> I watched his highlights, man. He's seriously impressive, but obviously we're not going to do that. I, I'd take Dulcich. Duncan, you happy with Dulcich? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think uh, another, absolutely. another tight end to the books. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Okay, we're going Dulcich. And we're picking at 121 next. Mm-hmm. See who's out there, really. Maybe a tackle, Rashid Walker, if he's still there. Running back. Alec Pierce just went at 116 to Denver. Ah, that's disappointing. Um, there's your man Walker. Yeah, there's your man Walker. You wanted a tackle dunk. I'm just going to see what other picks we have left. We have 135 after this. So I, I would be tempted. Oh, um, These guys are going... Walker or Tyler Baddy? I'm going Colin? Walker because there's still plenty of running backs you would be happy to take. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get our backup tackle slash tackle of the future, Rashid Walker. Good value there, 107 at 121. And I, um, I know Pierre Strong, the running back, who Chris is a big fan of. Uh, mm-hmm. Will be guaranteed to be available at one thirty-five. Um, I wouldn't say no. So I mean, we've got we've got a defensive tackle, we've got an edge rusher, we've got a safety, and we've got a cornerback. So there's something for every level except linebacker on defence, and we've got wide receiver, tight end, and tackle. It's really it's between a running back and a linebacker with yeah. our last pick. I don't think it is. See, I think at this point, I'm happy to go best player available. I really like Kobe Bryant, the cornerback. But then it's it's double dip it. I mean, we have only got three. We do. We are sparse on cornerbacks. Um, but then Davis is above him as well. I 
I'm pretty open to um, whatever we decide here. I'm, I'd love a running back, but I, I just, I just don't think they're going to do it. I, I'm going to go running back, and I'm going to go Pierre Strong because Chris is yeah. an ardent fan of his, and he is, um, he is a difference maker potentially. So he gives us that speed that we don't have in the running back position. So, Chris, this is for you, Pierre Strong Jr. I'm quite happy here because we've addressed both sides of the ball, um, which is something the Chiefs usually do. We usually pretty split, and, it, and, it's and that's how things done by one thirty-five. Yeah. Unless, so in Chris Olave at twenty-one, Dexton Hill at thirty, Travis Jones at fifty, Cam Thomas at fifty-one. Martin Emerson at 94, Greg Dolchich at 103, Rashid Walker at 121, and Pierre Strong Jr. at 135. Perfect. Really, really happy with that. I think that's a good... No, totally, because we've hit the positions that we need, and we've hit a couple of the names that we've had in mind beforehand as well. Yes. And drafting, like, there's 32 variables times however many rounds, like, it's not as easy as just saying, I like that guy, I like that guy, and I want him, him, and him. You just can't do that, especially not when you you get into the guts of it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we've I think we've we've done well, and I think we've we've what's the word underdrafted. We've got we've got good value. The guy, the, the tight end is 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 a great player down there. Yeah, um, to get at one hundred and three, that's yeah. very good. I think we're still. Listen, it still leaves us a couple of holes to fill in potentially free agency. I feel, I still think there's there's a gap for an experienced edge. I'd be um, but, that, but that's okay. Uh, potentially a corner, but that, you know that's okay as well because you know free agency and sort of trading's not not done yet either. So bit of experience um, wouldn't go miss there. That's for sure. Yeah. And the thing is, we've hit. We, th- this is kind of a massive draft for the Chiefs in the fact of how many picks we've got, and then we've got. Um, like six picks in the top 103 yep. and you've addressed you've addressed really kind of really important positions you've hit a wide receiver you've hit an edge at cornerback you know we all know who knows what Dulcic could be but you've hit a t- you've hit on a tight end when you know we need to be looking after Kelsey uh, Daxton Hill when you could lose Fornhill next year that gives us you know um, we're, we're about to run out of time on Zoom so I think we'll we'll switch to cast and just finish a little summary off on cast here, um, as we as we run out of time. Okay, so we were just um, rounding up the the draft. Um, we got a wide receiver, a safety, a defensive tackle, an edge rusher, a cornerback, a tight end, a, an offensive tackle, and a running back. Um, and I think general consensus is we're, we're pretty happy with our lot. Yeah, I think we've covered. Covered our bases quite well there. Yeah, I'm, I'm delighted to get to get one of those kind of top wide receivers early. That that kind of sorts any concerns you have on that side of the ball. And then we got into the defensive side to address defense, and then you can go back. And then uh, we we left ourselves in a position where we'd filled needs quite naturally. I didn't feel like we had to reach to fill a position. And then we were able to kind of select the best player available. It was really good. I think those last three players, Dolchich, Walker and Strong, were definitely kind of best player available. Kind of Strong maybe not, but he, he's going to be a good player for us. I'm confident of that. Totally agree. 
Yeah, and I think that we're um, there's pressure on a few guys, probably Alave the most. You know, given that we've gone up in the first to get him, but by the same token, he was the guy that we wanted. So you know, um, it's just I mean that's a, that's a show of faith as well. You know, when it shows up on, on day one, it's like a. Um, We've not done anything drastic and just kind of thrown a, thrown a dart high up and it's just taken us landing. We wanted a lavy, we got a lavy. It cost us two I think bonus, bonus picks next year. I think we've, we've roughly mirrored the kind of things that Brett Veach will do in that you target a player in a certain area and then you aggressively trade up to get the player that you want. And we did that twice, we did that with Alavi and we did that with Cam Thomas when the option came to pick at 51 yeah go and get the guy you want don't wait until 62 and hope that they're there if you're comfortable that they're your guy then go get your guy mm. and we condensed those picks down quite nicely I know a lot of people say the Chiefs won't take 12 picks I think that's kind of genuine, genuine consensus and how many did we take? 6 we took eight. 7 we took 8 picks yeah so we and, and we think that we can get contributions from those eight players. I mean, we don't pick after what round were we in? Four. Four. We finished our draft in the fourth round, but at the end of the day, we got eight. Instead of having developmental guys, I'm not saying you're not going to have to develop a guy like Emerson, but you've got eight players that you think can contribute to your team next year. Like I genuinely think you'd see all of those guys on the field next year, and that's the situation the Chiefs are in where they need contributors. I think there's no, there's also no, nothing that we've done puts a hand up the back, you know, for the period between now and the season starting. So if, for whatever drastic reason, a player at any position becomes available from another team, we can still pick up. Yeah. You know, in free agency, you're going, well, actually, you can't because you've taken three corners. So, you know, as an example, you know, we've not done, we've not done anything that's going to prevent us from doing that. We can still. Pick up a couple of guys, you know, whether that's Edge, you know, in free agency. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, I, th- I think that's a, I think that's ticked as many of the boxes as we set at the start of the period. And I think, like you said, Dan, if you go and trade for a Bradbury, it actually complements our draft really well. I think it, the draft would look even better because then you've waited on a cornerback. Because I know we considered a cornerback early. And we didn't take one. If you got like a Bradbury in a trade, and then you come back and you get Emerson, that room's all of a sudden looking miles better. Um, and I think come next Thursday, as long as they don't do something ridiculous, which I don't think they're going to do, uh, there's been no murmurs. I think the Chiefs traded for Orlando Brown on the 23rd, so there's still a few days. But I think I can't see them going and trading for Debo Samuel or something ridiculous at this point. And and I think, and I, think I think it's going to be a very, very valid draft, draft come next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I say, um, if one of those names is on the Chiefs list, there's one with a jackpot, right? It's, it's that, you know, that's so hard. But if it's in any way, you know, a similar shape to this, then yeah, you're doing a good job. I think I think be very happy if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs drafted something like this, you'd, you'd yeah. be pretty comfortable with it. I think the one thing they might do that differs to us is I think, and it would disappoint me, is I think they're going to trade up. Same sort of thing we did, 
but I think they're going to take the edge instead of the wide receiver. I think he's I think he's teased it at the start of at the start of kind of free agency when he said he's going to aggressively try and correct the defensive line. He hasn't done that, and I think we could all sit here and go he traded up for the and we all thought his wide receiver. It's defensive line, and then you all sit there and go, well, he did tell you. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah, and we're all kind of left egg on our faces. But also, if you swap out Olave and Thomas, we're sticking Kalafkis in Olave's position, and then Skymoor or Pickens were still hanging about, you know, around there at that point. That's still a good draft. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, right? So, you know, if if you if you if you flip those two, those two swap, those two picks, I'm I'm still okay with that. Yeah, there's not a great deal of difference between whatever combination you want to put up there. Mm. I agree. I'd just be disappointed. I just want that wide receiver. I want them to get one of the wide receivers that they want, and I hope they go and get that. Just because I think the Packers made the mistake of not surrounding Aaron Rodgers with weapons, and I think. The Chiefs could do a lot worse than surround Patrick Mahomes with as many weapons as we can get our hands on. Uh, I think Tom was right the other week when he said in the group chat, you take a wide receiver early every year uh, and you just give Patrick Mahomes as many weapons as, as you feel you can give him. And it doesn't have to be like the first round every year. And it's, and, and what Tom's saying there sounds like a like yeah, just just do it every year. And everyone not every year, but genuinely every year because the price of wide receivers, the Chiefs could really be onto something. And we don't know how it's going to play out with Tyreek Hill, but they could be onto something. You know, use them up for four years, five years with a fifth-year option because that's something we haven't talked about today like the fifth year option with the position that you go for but exactly like Tom says you could you just keep replenishing these guys well Duncan was it you that said last week that you want your first round picks so that you can't afford them at the end of this contract that's that's, that's exactly right if there's if there's two guys on this list that we can't afford next you know in four years then that's a good job yes and uh, and Tom you're you're talking about a good a really good roster you're talking the Patriots, you know, kind of ten years ago. It's built so that even even the contracts that are rolling off aren't all rolling off at the same position. You know, so you've not got all your linebackers and your rest defenders, you know, kind of rolling off at the same time. They're all rolling at different times so that you can just go, I'm just gonna take a wide receiver every time because I don't like there's no position that I desperately need. Yeah. In the draft I can take a top one hundred wide receiver every time and if one out of three of them sticks, then, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, completely agreed all around. Um, right, we, is everyone happy with that? I'm 100%. really, really happy with that, yeah. 20, you know, guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> stick your house on it. Go, you know. Uh, you, 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 yeah, you're in a house, it's not my house. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, gamble yeah. aware. That's what exactly. I was Exactly, when the fun stops, stop. When the fun stops, stop. That's the, that's the phrase I was looking yeah. for, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, should we call it a night then? Yep, yeah, yeah, are, are, are we going to do anything, what's our plans? plans um, uh, are we going to try and do anything before the draft next week? Or are we happy to let it roll and we'll be... 
active around the draft, I'm sure. I know I'll, I'll be around and about and putting stuff out, I guess. I think, I think we'll we'll tweet our plans because I'm not sure what the. Uh, we'll just see who's about. I'm sure we'll be. Um, very excited. We'll see who's about. We'll see if uh, how punchy about Beach gets beforehand. If there's anything we need to talk about. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, oh, just sit back and enjoy the draft. And at least it's interesting on day one for us this year. Yes. Ho- hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we are good. Um, so that'll do us for tonight. Then. So I hope you all enjoyed our live mock. Um, I hope we got. Uh, at least positions right if not the players right (laughs) and uh, we'll say from one game to another we'll say goodbye for now